Radio MD. RadioMD.com. The world's preeminent talk radio portal. All about your health. And now here's Melanie Cole, MS, host of Staying Well. Adults require about seven to eight hours of sleep each night to function at their optimal level, but when you're traveling, it can be difficult to meet this requirement, and just being away from your own bed and familiar surroundings can make it very hard to sleep, not to mention if you're traveling by coastal and then there's jet lag. We are talking today with sleep medicine specialist, Dr. Lydia Whitress. So, Dr. Whitress, let's talk about sleep when we're traveling. What are some of the main reasons that we have trouble sleeping when we're traveling? A lot of sleep relates to habit, expectation, and conditioning. So when we are in our own beds at night, we often have a sleep routine that assists us in our ability to fall asleep and stay asleep. So we have new surroundings when we're traveling, and this is often difficult for us to immediately respond to that. The second issue that you mentioned before um, relates often to jet lag, meaning that especially if we are traveling over multiple time zones, our bodies are not in sync with our new time, and that causes additional problems when we're trying to sleep. So what can we do about jet lag? First, tell us exactly what that is physiologically in our body, and then what can we do about it? Jet lag means that we have a disconnect between where our body's timing is referable to being awake and asleep and where our new uh, destination is. Um, And it occurs because we have a clock in our brains. Um, It is our sleep clock. It is a group of cells deep in the brain called the suprachiasmatic nucleus, And what this sleep clock does is it coordinates wake and sleep times and allows us to function well within both of those parameters. The trouble is when you go over multiple time zones, either east or west, and usually you're talking at least two-plus time zones to get significant jet lag, your body is now completely out of sync with your uh, present destination. And what we know from jet lag is that it can affect a whole host of physical and sleep problems. Uh, We don't feel right during the day. Uh, We might feel out of sorts, cranky. Our stomachs aren't working right. Our appetites are not well. And it really messes up sleep because our internal clock is just out of sync with where our new destination is. So what's your best advice, Dr. Weitress? for combating not only jet lag, but just sleeping in a hotel room or, you know, just when we're traveling, trying to sleep on the plane, getting enough hydration. What are your best tips for us? We have two different things, Uh, one of which is just the general um, rules towards improving sleep, which we usually lump into this category we call sleep hygiene. Um, And that would help for any situation where you may not be sleeping in your own bed. So you want to make sure that you have a quiet, cool, comfortable place in which to sleep. So you may want to think about bringing uh, earplugs or some type of face mask 
um, if you feel that light or darkness may not be adequate in the hotel room or, or just the bed in general. You may want to prepare for a bed, meaning that um, if it's important to get a good night of sleep, you want to watch out how late you drink caffeine that particular day or maybe avoid excess caffeine that night. You want to get some nice light exposure, some exercise. You know, all those things our mom used to tell us that these are good rules to follow when you want to sleep. When you're talking about jet lag in particular, though, and how you can improve that, um, it depends to a great degree on which direction you are traveling um, in terms of your options. So it's much easier to cope with uh, jet lag when you're flying west to east. So let's say from where I'm in, California, uh, to Europe, um, because you have options that might include um, melatonin, light sleeping medication, light exposure uh, at your final destination, a lot of different things that you might be able to do to improve sleep. It's actually harder to go uh, east to west, and some of those things may not be helpful for you. So you've mentioned sleep hygiene and and traveling west to east is easier, maybe a mask to block out the light, adapting to your surroundings in a hotel. What else for jet lag? When You know, there's the old saying, when you get to Europe, you stay awake so that you're on their time if you arrive in the morning and stay awake all day, and then when you sleep at night, you'll wake up the next day better. Is that true, or will taking a nap really mess you up? There are different strategies for how to cope with it. I will tell you that most people feel that um, when, particularly when you go to Europe. So the the problem is, of course, that when you fly west to east, you are basically shortening your day, uh, which means you're what we call phase advancing, which means that the bedtime comes much earlier than your body expects it. And one thing that we know is it's very hard to force yourself to sleep. You can allow yourself to stay awake. We have a lot of motivation for that, but you can't make yourself fall asleep. So things that generally help is when you are leaving on your destination, already move your watch forward to the new time so that your brain is starting to think about the new time rather than the old time. Generally, when we get to Europe, uh, ideally arriving in the morning or maybe the early afternoon. If you can, try to avoid napping. Save it up. It's going to be hard enough to sleep. Just try saving it up for that night. Get yourself some nice light exposure. That actually helps suppress naturally occurring melatonin, which still may be sky high when you arrive at your European destination. So get some bright light exposure. Exercise. Try to avoid napping. This may be a time where some... Uh, supplemental melatonin, which you can buy anywhere, drugstore, grocery store in the U.S., um, sometimes does help by taking it about two to three hours before the new bedtime, which kind of starts helping your sleep clock adjust to the new time. You're still going to probably struggle, um, but it's going to help you get faster in alignment in your new destination than if you did all those other things that you mentioned, like take a nap and all that type of thing. Um, and also, it does help in terms of what you do on the airplane. 
um, yeah, we like getting those free drinks when we're flying over there, but it turns out that alcohol often makes the quality of sleep worse, makes you feel a little bit worse the next day. So maybe avoiding excess alcohol on the plane, um, not drinking caffeine too much too late. Some people, um, this is controversial, uh, suggest a sleeping aid. If you're going to do that, it's usually a very low-dose, mild sleeping pill that does not allow you to be hungover. Other people say no on that. But, again, there are strategies that often work when you're going west to east. I would just like to offer my own tip. When I was going to Europe, we took a morning flight because nobody sleeps well on the plane. And when we got there, it was 10 o'clock at night. So we had a little something to eat and went to bed, woke up the next day. We were on their time. It was wonderful. So if you can catch that morning flight, arrive on their time at night and go to sleep, that works out well. In just 30 seconds, Dr. Weitris, your best advice for getting a good night's sleep while you travel. Um, If you can predict or or plan for getting um, some sleep at home or anticipating what's going on, by your behavior, it's going to be a lot easier in your new destination. And really, no matter what you do, you will eventually get an alignment um, at the new destination. It's just following these sleep hygiene is going to make it a little bit easier. Absolutely. Great advice. Remember, you can block out the light. Don't drink too much alcohol. That will interfere. Get some exercise. Get up on the plane. Try and get yourself into that time zone. You're listening to Radio MD. If you missed any of the great information, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go to the award-winning Radio MD. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening and stay well.